We all do it. We scroll through our feeds, seeing people who have been in and out of our lives. We see their causes, beliefs, and sometimes even a moral compass, show-offs. I don't know about you, but I'm interested in the story behind the pictures. I think it's time to have a conversation. Well, my guest this week um, has 20 years invested in a plant we both love so much. She has owned a hydroponics store, is passionate about education, cultivation, and ending the stigma surrounding motherhood and cannabis. Enough so that she created the Ganja Mama Club along with Ganja Mama Flowers. I'm so ready to jump into this conversation. Thank you so much for being here, Christina. Oh my gosh, yes. So excited. I'm like, who is this girl that you're talking about? Oh yeah, I guess that is that's me. you, Mama. You've done all that. That's fantastic. I feel like Talk the 20 years ages it. me a bit. Yeah, um, well, I feel like we all get been, to that point. Right? We do. It's been nothing short of a wild ride. I will definitely tell you that. Um, you know, the plant has definitely been my lifestyle, cannabis for ever and especially as I've gotten older with kids you know and teaching them about the plant it's just so different from the way that I grew up surrounding cannabis and it's just it's Talk to so me a different. little bit about that I guess before we get started when was your first kind of cannabis experience and what was it like growing up um, for you? Uh, for me well I started at my my first experience was at 14 um, okay. I actually first smoked with my sister and one of her older friends. Um, and growing up, I mean, as, as I knew from the very beginning that I loved it. I had a okay. lot of anxiety, a lot of doubt in my head. It helped me quiet that. Um, mm-hmm. And pretty much since high school, from there on, I was a daily functional smoker. I would smoke before I went to school. I smoke at lunch. I mean, I graduated with 3.0. I never got in trouble, never got detention, nothing. So um, I I definitely used it, I think, to hone into who I really am, my creativity. Um, It it gave me confidence to kind of quiet that, those noises of doubt that I constantly had. Um, So with that, it was like win-win for me. Yeah. And then, was, were your yeah. family was your family supportive? Yeah, about or probably my junior my my junior year they knew that I consecutively smoked. That I was mm-hmm. an open smoker. Um and I think that they as long as I was responsible with it, um, mm-hmm. they were okay. <laughs> and sorry, that was my husband. Um, <laughs> okay. He loves to scare me. He's so funny. It's like that, you know, we've been together Gosh, we've been together for about 20 years, and okay. um, we're high school sweethearts, and so his new thing now is try and scare me. He just came home with a pizza supplies and forgot that I was on call. <laughs> so that's what you really did you get right there. Uh, but so anyway, I love yeah, my family was, was super supportive, this being the beginning, and still. That's great. Now, you know, they know that it's it's my only true medicine. And I'm so glad that they have the support because there's so many other people that don't have that support from their family. Yeah. We run into that every day, don't we? With just like the different moms and stuff that we talk to. It's unreal. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Constantly. You know, it's really disappointing with that. And, you know, I was at a park one day and I didn't have any, 
you know, any of my ganja mama stuff on or any leaves or anything. And it's just mm-hmm. kind of not only just with the stigma, but I think with it, with moms, sometimes it's like, open up, say hi. You know, it was like yeah. the mom group. The mom group was there meeting up, and I was there by myself. And, you know, you think that you see a mom, you've got moms with their kids, and everyone's at the park. You would, you know, just say hi. You know, and I think that kindness really it's matters. It's intimidating sometimes. Yeah. It's intimidating to a lot of people. Yeah, I think that, you know, the more that we can grow together, the better the world will be for our kids, for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, when you were at the park, what what happened? Did you go and talk? Do you go and, like, talk to people or explain that to me? What did you well, that was that was just an instance of just not even moms being so friendly. You know, it's like, well, if you're not oh, in my group, I'm not going to say hello. You know, at another yeah. instance, here's another story. Um, I'm part of a another mommy meetup group in my my local area as well, and that's not cannabis related. But I did wear yeah. my shirt that said Survivor, and it had the. That's leaf. what I thought you were talking about. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I no, that was a so different cool. one. And yeah. so, yeah, and so, I mean, I'm very friendly wherever I go. If I see a mom by herself with a kid, I mean, because you know how hard it is. Like, you're at the I park do. to get out, to get some sunshine, like, to get a little bit of sanity. Like, everybody needs to change Adult scenery. conversation. Adult conversation like would be amazing. nice, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, I went to another meetup, and I had my survivor shirt on and had a leaf. And one of the mom says, oh, I've been wanting to talk to you about that. You know, my son has autism, and I, you know, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk to you about CBD or, you know, what you think. And so it totally opened up a whole conversation. There was like six other moms there, and like three other of them were interested. And you could see the other two that were like, mm, like looking at me yeah. out of the corner of their eyes, you know. Yeah. But it was Curious, really like, but like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really freeing and kind of empowering for me to wear that shirt there and be like yeah I I definitely support the leaf you know and that is mm-hmm. originally why I started Ganjamala because I moved closer to my hydro store it was an hour away from my family I didn't know anybody in this town mm-hmm. and I felt really alone I was connecting with moms at, at my daughter's school and you know saying hi hey how are you you know real surface and yeah. so I, I felt like I, I'm not surface. I want to get deep. I want to talk about, you know, I want to be able to be who I really am. Uh, a girl yeah. after my own heart. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. You yes. know, and if I can't and I have to, you know, put on a mask, then I'm not really interested in being part of it anyway, you know. So, yeah, so mama like kind it's kind of not even worth it. Yeah, exactly. So I wanted to start to connect with moms like me and girls like me. I was like, you know, mm-hmm. I could have gone out and had a glass of wine, but I don't really drink anymore, you know? So right. it was even hard to find just a female to hang out with for a little bit of girl time, you know? So yeah. it's like, how do you go about that at school, you know? Or, you know, meeting oh, parents at school or at the park, yeah. like, oh, hey, you know, do you smoke? It's almost easier just to you know, wear my logo and be like, yeah, yeah, I, I smoke, I sport cannabis, I'm loud, I'm proud, you know, I am a ganja mama, and, yeah, you know, join me if, if that's who you are. Yeah, no, that's a really, really good point that I didn't ever think of. 
just, yeah, to just wear it. It is almost easier than having that conversation because I think so many moms too, like when you're at that park, like you, like you explained earlier, you're like there to get out of the house. You need a break. You want adult conversation. Um, that's yeah, and I was super disappointed like in these moms. <laughs> yeah, I was super disappointed in these moms on that one day. And I remember I was so upset. Like, I think I called my sister and I talked to my cousin that's in LA, you know, my, my, your go-to girls, you know, yeah, that you can cry to and vent to. And I was like, I just cannot believe these women. I just cannot believe how here we're all moms. We're all at the park. They have their mom's group shirt on. And, you you know, you would think seeing a mom by herself, you would say, oh, hey, hi, morning. How are you? You right. know, and I was just really disappointed in that. Um, so, you know, and with that, I do the opposite. I say, hi, you know, how's your day? How's your kid? You know, all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Whatever conversation I love that. starter, you can, you know, relate to a mom who is struggling maybe too, you know? Yeah, I think that's where you meet, like, your good friends, people that become your good friends that way, you know, just by making them feel comfortable in an uncomfortable situation, for sure. Mm -hmm. I I know for a fact I've met, like, several women at my kids' school that way just by doing exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited. I'm super excited of what is happening now you know, I feel like I've been underground for 20 years, maybe not, yeah. you know, in the last couple of years so much since we, we had our hydro store. When we opened that, I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, I've pretty much been made. I pretty much have a stamp on my back if I were to wear a shirt and, you know, yeah. hydroponics. You know, six years ago, people weren't sure what hydroponics is still. Sometimes they're like, right. what is hydroponics, you know? <laughs> and so... Yeah. Everyone has their preconceived notions of what it is. A lot of people, even my grandparents, thought that we sold wheat. They thought that we were a dispensary. And I don't know how many times I had to tell my papa, I'm like, no, pop, you know, we're like a nursery supply. We sell the pots, we sell the soil, we sell the nutrients, we sell the lights, we sell pretty much everything that you would need to grow inside or out. Yeah. And then some, you know. So, um, how, how long did I, you own that store? We had it for six years. Six wow. years. We just, yeah, we just hit our year mark of being out of it, and you know, we've been creating a new normal, and um, it's been different. It's been definitely different because when you own a business, it's your baby. You put a lot into it, and but yeah, you know, it's it's time when things come to an end, new things start. You know, and we made that choice to, you know, hey, let's see what's next. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, it was, now it's about a year ago. Yeah, it was about a year ago. And with that, it's like I've had a little bit more time to kind of come into my own, um, focus on Ganja Mama, do some more events. I've been doing some uh, speaking events. And, you know, I'm just kind of like, hey, I feel like I've had a newfound freedom now that we, um, we don't, we're not doing that anymore. So, it's nice. Nice, I bet. Super exciting. Yeah, <laughs> I've been a stay at home mom for nine years, so I'm all about yeah. it. I'm like, say, hey, I get my chrysalis, I'm ready to like spread my wings and fly now. Yeah, it's your turn, it's your turn a little mm-hmm. bit again. That's yeah. so cool. Talk to me a little bit about the speaking engagements you're doing. What's that about? 
Well, Tokativity was my mm-hmm. first um, that I kind of partnered with with their online platform, and it's amazing. There's so much information, and there's so many women on there, and the connections and the information and just the whole vibe about it is just was like blew my mind when I first met the girls with Focativity, Lisa and mm-hmm. Sam, and I was just so excited to be a part of it from the very beginning, and they have an online teaching platform, and so I did a class of um, how to plan your growth. So that was exciting. It was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm finally, like, it's just so different putting yourself out there after all these years of purposely trying not to, you know. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Because, I mean, back in the day, you know, as as growers, you know, you wouldn't tell anybody that you grew because mm-hmm. it was just so. Yeah, you didn't you know, want anybody to no. know. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That would and be really right. weird, flipping to that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah That's and then a here big I am, transition. like, yeah, putting my face out there and, like, doing the live class and, like, it's there forever, you know, but it's also, like, a part of history with this whole, you know, women's movement that's happening in cannabis and it's amazing to see after all the years of seeing so many men, you know, yeah. um, from from my point of view. I I'm usually yeah, yeah. was always the only female there, you know, um, and because there I've been around. Like meetups or like at the stores or, 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 you know, grows or yeah. trims or um, you know, harvesting and just all of it at the hydro store. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, when I was I was nine months pregnant, I was trimming two days before I delivered. So, oh, wow. you know, yeah, I um, I was always the only female. You know, girls are so badass. I love that. <laughs> I was always the only female, and you know, because I had been around for so long. You know, I I was a yeah. permanent fixture of our circle because my husband and I, you know, we have been tied for so long, and um, we've been married for twelve, going on thirteen. So we've been in okay. it for a while, and and that was like one of the things. Like you don't bring your girlfriend to the grow house, you know. <laughs> You, okay. You, you, See, I know nothing about this life. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm so intrigued by it all. It's a lot of wow. like the back, the back secret old school day. Yeah. Things have really changed from you yeah, know, they have. then to now. It's it's amazing. Now you're doing um, tours of you know grows and it's it's amazing. So that's on my list for this year too. So anybody that wants to invite me to there. To their crowd, coming to their facility. I'm so down. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love yeah. it. What's yeah. been your favorite thing to see, I guess, in the last, like, six months to a year in, as far as this industry? What's been your favorite? All the women coming out of the closet. I, I must say it has to be that. You, yourself, Microdosing Mama. Yeah. Um, you know, Mary Jane um, or the Mommy Jane. Uh, there's so many now. There's so many can of yeah, moms. There's, there's so, so many, many. can mamas. And I'm like trying I to keep it. everybody straight, you know, because yes. oh my gosh. Like there's a yes. new one every day, which is awesome. I'm so glad which that. Which is the goal, you know, right? Yeah. Right. 
the more the better. And, you know, the more of us there are, there are of us, the stronger we are, you know, um, and the more we can help each other. And I think that's, you know, that's, that's where I come from, you know, uh, yeah. like that's definitely, I'm loving the empowerment and the vibe and the positivity and the encouragement and the, all of it. It's just so exciting. It's so like heartwarming for me to see coming out of, like I said, men and feeling alone, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm at times feeling intimidated by being the only female, you know? Yeah. I definitely, I definitely had to like, you know, it's like proving, proving your worth of knowledge mm-hmm. and, and, you know, consumption and, you know, skill of holding your space kind of even, you know, 10 years ago in the growth space. Yeah. Five years ago, even at the growth shop, you know, just, I mean, there's a lot of intimidating times, um, you know, along the way. So, and yeah. it's just only made me stronger. You know, you, I feel like you learn lessons from, you know, everything that comes into your past. And I've learned well, a lot. Well, what were some of the lessons that you learned? I want to hear about oh, that. Oh, trust your gut. Definitely trust your gut. Like, it's not just a saying. It's a true, actual thing. And you get yes. that feeling in your gut. Like, it's that's your body. That's your intuition talking to you, telling you. And if it doesn't go away, then, you know, you're doing something wrong. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I, I, I learned that just recently with a bad buying a car and it's okay. totally, totally going sour on me. And I am in the midst of waiting for the check to clear of getting my money back. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's, so it's, that's stressful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and I, and you know, the whole time I was like, I had that feeling. I had that feeling in my gut. I was like, mm, this guy's trying really, really hard to sell me this car. That should have been my first inkling. That was yeah, my first isn't it funny spot. how we do that? Like when we're so like, then, made up in our mind that we need something like, <laughs> right now that we like don't listen to the voice. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and not only that, but we expect people to treat us the way that we are treating them. You know, I'm honest. I was being an honest, you know, true person. And obviously people don't always do business that way. They don't always right. think that way. And they're not out to ultimately help you all the time they're there to help right. themselves they're there to help themselves yeah. and you know I I've learned that and I will learn to listen to my gut you know more mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely I'm I'm definitely tuning in and honing in on you know um my intuition and the um my gut what feels right. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, and that's definitely true. I mean, for any of like the can of mom is listening to, I mean, that is no different from a car dealership to the industry that we're all tapping into right now. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's going to be people that are not, yeah, yeah, that are not there for the right reasons. They're there for themselves. And just because you think you're being authentic, they might feed off of that a little bit. I'm I'm learning Mm -hmm. that lesson as well this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's a, it's a, it's a test, test lesson that you, know, you and have sometimes to learn. Too, yeah. And sometimes too, it just because it's 
um, maybe it's just not in alignment, like with what you're trying to do. It doesn't mean that they're like a bad person or you can't support them. It's just maybe not a good idea to work with said people when you have those feelings. And I think yeah, you're right. Well, I, very important I will lesson. definitely not rush into, if it's a rush deal, don't do it. If it exactly. feels rushed. And this is not the first time that I've, you know, felt this, you know, rush, rush deal. Um, but mm-hmm. it, it, if they're in too much of a hurry, then, you know, eh, nah. I, next time I'm going to take my sweet little time picking out the car that I want. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, I'm going to make sure that I, but I love the little car that I had. It was a little Yaris and it brought me to LA a couple times and back. It took me to go do a speaking gig, you know, a couple hours yeah, away. Yeah, some time in so, it. <laughs> It was great on gas, and it was like I told my daughter, you know, it happened, like, right before, um, right, like, at the beginning of the Christmas break. So a lot of the things that we were planning on doing, we haven't. (laughs) And so we read the best of it, and I just told her, like, look, hey, you know, I guess it wasn't meant to be. It was good while it lasted. And, you know, I mean, honestly, we weren't meant to have it for that long, I guess. You know, I'm just Mm -hmm. glad that like nothing else happened and um you know maybe we should be in a bigger car <laughs> I don't know you know, <laughs> I know yeah happened, but. exactly 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 so Lesson what are some learned. of the other yeah exactly lessons learned I feel like that's every day I say that <laughs> Lesson right? learned. you know we're all trying the best that we can I love that what are some of the other um I guess in regards to the cannabis industry um, what are some of the lessons you've learned there over the last 20 years for people interested in, I guess, both from the standpoint of people wanting to get into the industry and those that have no clue about the industry? Well, it's definitely ever-changing now. You know, it's completely mm-hmm. evolved to way beyond, you know, even just six years ago um, with the base yeah. and, you know, more of the edibles and the microdosing and, you know, now there's the drinks, and I mean, there's just about everything you could possibly, the bath bombs, I mean, everything you could think of in the form of cannabis or CBD, (laughs) yeah, these days, so, um, you know, I think that that's great, I think that a lot of the smaller farmers and cultivators um, have dropped off um, with, with, trying to you know get licensed and I think that that's probably affected a lot of a lot of growers a lot of people a lot of lives um you know personally I've seen and um I'm just I'm seeing more of the big corporate coming in and that mm-hmm. is scary to me it's extremely scary does it, to does me it break because, your heart coming from yeah, the girl it background does. yeah it does it does because I mean even you know, smaller farms that are legal now and, and licensed and fully operating, like, you know, they're going to have to compete with them at some point as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is. It's kind of scary. It's kind of frightening. I mean, it's like Philip Morris, Monsanto, you know. Um, yep, absolutely. You know, cigarettes, Philip Morris. Just think Philip Morris and cigarettes, you know. I mean, <laughs> It's going to come in, wipe everybody out. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, these people that have put their blood, sweat, and tears into their farms and into their plants and into their business, um, 
And you like know, believe I feel, in it. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, and believe in it. And, and well, not only that, but they put their love into it. You know? Yeah. There's, I guess that's what I mean by believe in it. Yeah. Yeah. And they believe in it too. Yeah, totally. I mean, all that makes a huge difference. Um, you know, when you care about something and you nurture something with love and you have your little house plant and you water it and you make sure it has enough sun. I mean, technically they're doing that, but they're doing it on a huge giant level of it, you know? So it's just kind of weird to see it become so corporate. Um, I, I'm lucky that I know how to grow my own medicine. Right. And that is another thing of why I wanted to partner up with Tokativity and why I went and I, you know, I spoke at the Elementa and, you know, just sharing the knowledge that in your county, if you're, you know, where it's legal and you can have your minimum amount of plants, then by all means do it. Yeah. You know, because yeah. for me, for me, knowledge is power. And I legitimately use it as my medicine. And there's no way that I would be able to afford to buy the amount that I consume, period. Yeah. No, I agree with that completely. And you've gone the last 20 years with no breaks, right, and cannabis being your only medicine. Yeah. No, no breaks. I haven't taken one. I love that. I haven't done one um, tolerance break, and okay. I just, I I mean, I just, I don't feel the need that I need to, you know. I feel for me, mm-hmm. I heard it explained, and I wish I could remember where I heard it, but that a lot of people kind of, like, start in the middle, you know. It was, like, a normal, they wake up, it's like, and then I feel like I start, like, 10 steps down. Okay. And cannabis cannabis brings me to that normal of functioning of, you know, releasing the chronic pain or inflammation that I may be having in my body, you know? So Mm -hmm. my tolerance level is... Do you suffer with a lot of chronic pain? Do you have a chronic illness or... I do. I have autoimmune disease. Um, So a lot of autoimmune diseases. (laughs) Yeah, you Mm -hmm. can't see. Um, but yeah, I have inflammation in my brain as well as in my spine. Um, I have autoimmune diseases in my family history. My dad passed away of one when I was 23. Um, so sorry. Yeah. So I, um, I believe in the plant truly as it is my medicine. Mm -hmm. And I saw my dad do you know, he did it the completely other way of, you know, every shot that they wanted to give him, every pill, every trial, every whatever. And he he died at 48. Wow. So it kind of gave me the motivation when I faced my health issues 10 years ago that mm-hmm. I didn't want to do it that way. I was going to do it holistic, and I was going to do it natural, and through diet and detox and anything that came out of the ground, <laughs> grew on a tree, yeah. you know, like, as long as my, my thing used to be, well, if it's in a box, a bag, or a bottle, I can't have it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So, 
I told my sister, yeah. I'm basically eating sticks and berries and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so um, I, love yeah, I learned, I, you have to listen to your body, you know, I, I learned. Yeah. I learned a long time ago that, yeah, I, you know, my body is talking to me. So when your mm-hmm. body is screaming out to you and, you know, pain or headaches or whatever it is, listen to it, you know, take note and see what it doesn't like. Because right now in our world, I feel like it's just, it's become so toxic and it's yeah. frightening. It's, yeah. it's really scary for, to think about, you know, our children and the air and the ingredients oh, everything food and is a chemical shit storm <laughs> like that's literally yes thank like you what everything thank you. is it's true <laughs> yeah. i'm so happy you said that because you know i really feel like sometimes i have to censor myself when it comes to that no, as well don't. i go no. down the deep like rabbit hole of like oh i've discovered this thing oh well you know then it just it keeps going and there's so much information and i can't say it enough but i think that that's what it does yeah, and I think that that really shows in you and what you're doing, and I think it's very common in the people that I've had conversations <laughs> with, um, or just in general, that when something mm-hmm. tragic happens, like a loss of your father, and you mm-hmm. saw that he was struggling with his health, I think that any person in that situation is going to go crazy trying to find information, one, to get answers. Yeah. Two, to find a better way. And then it does. It kind of leads you down this rabbit hole, so to speak. Uh, okay, this medicine, and then it leads to food. And then it leads, you know, to different forms of, like, wellness yeah. and exercise and whatever it is. And, it, and you're right. Knowledge is power when it comes to that stuff. And that's why I think um, women like ourselves get so enveloped in this community that we're creating because there is so much information and so many people just don't. No, oh my gosh, and <laughs> you know, for the kids, for the children yes. that are oh, suffering dude. with epilepsy and, you know, all these other things and autism and ADD and, I mean, the list goes on for our children these days and That's it gives what me got chills me into it. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and tears every time I see, you know, a child being helped with CBD or full spectrum, right. you know oil cannabis oil so um i mean i was giving my mom it to put on her skin cancer on her nose the rso the mm-hmm. rick Simpson oil that you know it's like black tar and having her take you know just a little pin drop of it and um it is it's amazing and the health factor definitely propelled me into the lifestyle that i'm in it was i mean they they diagnosed me with the same thing that my dad died of so it was a wow huge... shit that's major yeah, and I was Yeah, and I was um 20 I think I just got married. I was 27 and okay. you know, just bought a house, just redid it, just got married. And then yeah, your my next body season went was starting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I went through all the, you know, tests and the spinal tap and then I was leaking spinal fluid and mm. I had to go back oh in for the repair for the epidural blood patch and you know, I did IV steroids for a week, and this was right off of the heels of them trying to diagnose me. And at that point, you're like, oh, my God, you know, what do I do? Well, you listen it's to the doctor, fast. right? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. You listen to the doctor. You're spinning out of control. My doctor called me on the phone and gave me the diagnosis. 
And I didn't feel more like a number than I did at that moment. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Um, I'm so sorry that that, that you had to feel that because I feel like so many people do and it's just, it's not okay. (laughs) It's not okay mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. And so that really propelled me with all of these, you know, bad things in the beginning and, you know, the fear and the anxiety and, oh my gosh, I'm going to, you know, be sick just like my dad and I'm going to die young and, you know, it, yeah, it really like led starting this life. Yeah. Yeah. It led me into so much more though. It made me so much stronger. It, it opened my eyes to so many things. And honestly, I wouldn't be the person I am today if I hadn't gone through all that. And if I hadn't gone through everything else, you know, right. um, the good end of that. So I am so about cannabis and mm-hmm. using it for medicine, and it does work. I'm. It's been 10 years. Mm-hmm. 10 years since my diagnosis, and okay. I'm perfectly healthy. Great. I love hearing I've that. Had like, <laughs> yeah, I've had like three flare-ups, you know, in those three years. Um, and I basically, I healed myself with diet and detox and cannabis. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, I know people probably think like, oh, she's crazy. or You know, I mean, some people, they just, they can't believe it. That really mm-hmm. works, but right. it does. Right, <laughs> it does. But, no, and, and I'm totally proof of had, it. No, exactly. Myself as well, and I think that's why I get so excited every time. Like I have another like cannabis using person, you know, that's willing to talk about what it's done because it does help normalize that. Hey, it's really not that crazy <laughs> once you realize what it can do for you. And I think the more yeah. people can, you know, hear the more that they'll start to like realize that it's not a crazy thing to, you know, take care of yourself. It's not. <laughs> and and I, you know, not a doctor's responsibility to take care of you. It's your it's responsibility not. And to figure out what works it for is. you. It is. It so is. You almost have to be your own doctor. You have to be your own advocate. You have to be your own detective. You have to be your own researcher. Like my doctor was going to give me, so probably like a year after all that, two years after that, I got pregnant and mm-hmm. I, my doctor was going to give me Tylenol with codeine and Vicodin for my sciatic pain Gosh. at seven, eight months pregnant. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hmm, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thanks. And so, and I mean, so you know, I was using- do it. I was using cannabis as my medicine. My husband was organically, you know, started growing it at the time for me. So we knew exactly Mm -hmm. what was in it, exactly where it was coming from. We made tinctures. And I went and I got my my prescription for my card when I was six months pregnant. Really? Yeah. Talk to me about that. Did they, like, what was that experience like? Uh, it was nerve wracking because first of all, I'm, I was I was pregnant, right. and I walked into a room with you know full of people, and you know immediately I'm like oh god everybody knows you know I wore a really flowy dress my jean jacket over Isn't it, it funny you know that we do that <laughs> yeah yeah trying to hide my belly and like you know sat down filled out the stuff Blending. and totally nervous yeah 
And um, then my brother-in-law walked in, and he said something <laughs> like, but he was in the Army, so he's kind of loud. He kind of has a hearing disability, so he talks loud. He's loud anyway, uh-huh. but he talks even so louder probably from that. And he's like, well, you know, since you're pregnant. And I was like, oh, my gosh, no. You just totally threw me under the bus. Like, Can why? Not? Why? Why did you have to come in? Like, why can't I have already been in the room? And, like, oh, you stupid man. <laughs> it was just so bad. I was oh, mortified. Yeah. I- that point he so, could have just been on the intercom talking to you that's hilarious <laughs> so I get I get back and I talked to the doctor and I told him and he told him my history and he's like oh yeah he's like you know he's like you would be one of the people that you know would be exempt from ever having to renew because you had to renew I think it was every year every okay year. and and um you know, because of my inflammation and everything. And yeah, so it went well, you know, I felt really protected that once I had that card that I would be safe because I was legitimately using it, you know, as my medicine. And if this doctor was going to give me Tylenol, sodium and um, Vicodin, Mm-hmm. You now I took it in my own hands of what I felt, you know, as natural and holistic that, you know, aligns with my lifestyle. So, right. I mean, even to this day, I I won't take an aspirin. I won't take an LE, nothing. If I'm in pain, I go to my tinctures. Yeah. Sometimes I have yeah. to take more, you know. Sometimes I have to take a little. I was getting, I was starting to get anxiety and nervous talking to you, so I had to oh, <laughs> bust out yeah, my, my CB. <laughs> My CBD, you know, tonic, and put it under yeah. my tongue, and I, I took two, two, um, little, you know, doses full, and so I was like, okay, now well, I'm feeling better. Well, if it makes that- you feel any better, I still take CBD every time before I get on a call as well. <laughs> yeah, right. I get yeah, and, I I mean- and it helps. Doesn't that help with that like feeling of you know the nervousness inside? And when I found concentrate dabs and CBD, oh my gosh! When we were closing our shop, like that's what saved me was dabs dipped in CBD isolate too. I I mean I take it on all forms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite way to because- consume? Oh, well, I'm definitely, I mean, I've been a flower girl for so long that yeah, I will always love true flowers. As a grower, like, that's, like, yeah. the best feeling I've had, being able to, like, taste your product. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I know what I like, and I know the strains that I like, and, you know, I know, like, you know, so definitely flower, but because I have such a high tolerance, I totally love dabs, too. Because I yeah. feel like I don't, I don't have to smoke as much to get to that calm feeling. Yeah, mm-hmm. or I don't have, or to get that relief, or to take, you know, the inflammation down, or to, you know, take that migraine down, just a notch. So, um, yeah, definitely, I smoke. I'm I. I've been dipping more in edibles and like microdosing in the last year. Um, and I'm liking it, noticing that like it does, it does just take that edge off of, um, you know, nervousness and whatever else. Yeah. 
Do you, How about are you? you typically a nervous? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm like a nervous person too, which is really weird. A lot of people don't think that I am, <laughs> but I'm very awkward, very nervous in my real life, you know, just in my everyday life. Um, I like to vape just because it's discreet and I'm in, you know, a prohibition state. Um, but yeah. for me, I, I'm a flower girl as well. I, there's nothing yeah. like it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, there isn't. I mean, there's, there's definitely, you know, I'm just fascinated by just that you can use all parts of the plant pretty much. Yes. You know, and like none of it goes to waste if you don't let it. And um, it's just amazing. It's just, it still like blows my mind watching all of these women just kind of stepping into themselves right now. Absolutely. Right? I mean. That is like the perfect way to explain it. Yes. They're all just becoming, like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is that they want to be or yeah. were put on this earth to be. And I, I feel that same way, and I'm sure I know you do um, within yourself. Yeah. You know, you just feel like you're kind of unstoppable Definitely. and supported, and it's awesome. Well, it I really think that awesome. little voice in your head is, you know, really powerful. And, you know, it's like you can grow plants or you can grow flowers or you can grow weeds with your thoughts. So, you know obviously good thoughts are going to produce more flowers and, you know, gratitude and uh, positivity and, you know, the the not so positive thoughts are going to be the weeds, you know, and sometimes we, our weeds grow, <laughs> they overgrow and, you know, we have to go in and you have to clear them out and start anew sometimes, plant those new seeds, plant those new strains and those new thoughts, like, it's just I'm really feeling the positivity of the energy that's going on right now, and it amazes me, like, how many of us have little ones as well. Yeah. And and so that makes me really excited to see, like, what their, what my kids' generations, you know, because they're all about kind of the same age. And so I think that there's, like, within, like, the five years of, like, the age of my kids and your kids and everybody else's mm-hmm. kids right now, you know, kind of of all these women that are coming out, it's, they're going to be amazing people. Like yeah. they are learning from us. We are teaching them so many amazing things. And um, I love that you notice that and tune into that. Um, I, I love that because I feel the same way. I feel like we are just cultivating like, kindness and our kids are going to be incredible and there's hope Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you know like yeah there's hope right I know yeah I know because I I mean I did I thought about it you know my daughter's nine so I thought about it 10 years ago of like gosh you know I what's it going to be like in 10 years you know when my daughter's 10 or or, you know, my son, what's it going to be like in five years from now with everything being so toxic in our air and our food and the ground and, you know, and, but it does, it gives me hope knowing that there are so many other women cultivating little people that are going to be amazing, you know, too. So yeah, that my kids really are going to be in like hopefully a positive, you know, more unified world that we live in I'm you know I mean I'm dreaming obviously yeah (laughs) you want the best for your kids you know yeah and I think too I think the more dialogue that we can have now it's gonna like allow people to be more open-minded moving forward 
You know what I mean? Even yeah. if they don't agree. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something really, really important that needs to be stated too, that even if cannabis isn't for you, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a responsibility to at least learn about it. Yeah. Um, because it is right for a lot of people. <laughs> And just because of a bias or, or something that you have or something that was projected onto you from wherever, and it made mm-hmm. you say that this is a bad thing. I mean, I feel like that's yeah. so irresponsible because the second you start doing the research or getting the knowledge like you're talking about, you see how beneficial and how amazing this plant is. And it's not like a cult exactly. following, you know, it's, it's a real tangible thing that could do a lot of good. Yeah, yeah it. absolutely. It's 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 the real life, real deal, um, curing people in amazing ways. You know, just like I was saying that at the mom's group when I had my shirt on and I all I have to say as far to people who I know are not believers, you know, in a sense mm-hmm. or they're on the fence, and that's fine. Hey, each in your own. You know, I don't want to tell people how to live. I don't want people to tell me how to live. You know, I'm not gonna absolutely. tell you how to raise your kids. And I don't want you to tell me either, but I will put out the information for you to choose what is best for you because knowledge yep. is power. And, and and I have a hard time having knowledge or knowing knowledge that can help people and not sharing it. You know what I mean? Like it yeah, would well that goes back, like, yeah, that goes back to being annoyed with like feeling like you're phony when you can't be yourself, you know, and talking yeah, about exactly, like, right? the mom so at the beginning. Yeah, and I said, you know, um, I said, just just um, Google Charlotte's Web. Yep. Just Google Charlotte's Web. It's about a little girl. The doctors couldn't help her, and this is her story. And I, better every time yet, I watch, send a, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Every time I watch that, or even Jaden's journey and the little boy, mm-hmm. and they, he was like. Um, in Modesto area, and I just found that out when I was in Modesto doing the speaking for Elementa, and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, it just brings tears to my eyes, because it's amazing what is happening yeah. for these kids. They had no life before, you know? Yeah. So, talk to me a little bit about Elementa. What is it that you do for them? Um, well, I've gone on, I've just gone on one speaking. Um, I was going to go at the end of the month, but I was having the car, my car problems. <laughs> yeah. And um, so you go, it's elementary gatherings, women's gatherings, and, you know, you meet up. We met up at a yoga studio. They have okay. a class afterwards. And um, it's educating women in cannabis. And, you know, it's basically they, every month they have different um, subjects, you know, um, healing with cannabis or um, aging with cannabis or, you know, et cetera. And um, yeah. it's, it was, you know, women coming together and asking their questions of how cannabis could possibly help them over a pill and interested and wanting to, you know, know the knowledge. And, it's, and it was just, you know, talking about the basics of what a vape is, what is concentrate, mm-hmm. you know, what what may work for you may not work for me you know everybody is different and you really have to like I have um, my sister and a cousin that I've been telling them they're so tired of me talking about CBD I've been telling them about (laughs) CBD for like ever I'm like CBD 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 
counter foil, it'll fix it, it'll fix it. And yes. um, you know, they they've tried a few things here, a few things there, and I know, you know, you have to really you can't just try it once. You can't just try it twice and you can't try it, you know, if you're drinking. You have to really give it a chance of what will work for you because there's so mm-hmm. many different ways to consume these days and there's so many different options and strains and you would be super lucky to find the thing that worked for you the first time. Without you know? a doubt. So it you ha- it's really doubt. trial and error. I think if you're if you're using it for something, you know, for curing an ailment or healing an ailment or helping with addiction or, you know, trying to lean off of it addiction or what may have you, pain. Um yeah. so like my husband and I are like a great example. He, you know, we've both been smoking just as long. He's been smoking just as long. And um, sometimes he likes a strain that I don't like. And yeah, oh, when absolutely. we were, when we were, when he was growing, you know, right when I was first having all the health issues, uh, the GDP was too strong for me at the time. Okay. It was too, it was too potent and it would actually make my head drop. And then years later, after I got healthy, I was like, oh, my God, I love this. It makes me feel great. So yeah. I think it really is. I definitely is think like, it changes. It, it definitely yeah. changes, and that's why it's so important to be educated on the different strains and what they do, without a doubt. Because because as your needs change or your different ailments, you know, progress, decline, whatever it is, um, yeah, your strains are going to change. And that's why it's so important to to understand what it is. It's not just like one size fits all. <laughs> You know. No, it's not. And because, you know, I mean, over the years, the names of the strains change as well. That I mean, yeah. And and so not only is, like, the name changing, but they're also, I mean, the, the strain, the chemical makeup is changing as well. I mean, that's, like, with the hybrid and um, all that. So, yeah, don't give up. Just keep trying, trial and error, for sure. You'll find something yep. that will work. I'm totally confident in that. Like, there is a... There is something that can definitely help for everyone out there, you know? It's yeah. just all about finding what the right thing is. Yeah, absolutely. And that's just going to come, again, with with seeking it out and, and learning about it. And like you said, mm-hmm. knowledge is power. Again, I think oh, I know what I'm so going to name this episode because yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's so I mean, that is what echoes in that's what echoes in my head. I mean, that's what I feel like I've learned over the years of just, I feel like I could honestly apply that to everything, you know, with health and with, you know, having a hydro store and, you know, growing and um, Mm -hmm. just learning about my body and what works with it. And it, it is honestly, if you, if you take the time to learn about something, truly learn about something, then it will bring you power, whether it's over yourself, over your life, over, you know, your thoughts. So, yeah, I'm glad that you you like that. You learn real quick what is, (laughs) no, it's true. You learn really, really quickly what is and isn't for you, you know, Uh the more that you invest and you get to know something without a doubt. So is GDP your go-to strain or what is your, um, what's your favorite strain? GDP was a, definitely a go-to forever. We grew up forever. We, um, well, what was called it. And um, that was popular, I'd say, like, 
well, it was about 10 years ago. I keep saying, I cannot believe we're in 2018. Oh, I mean, I know. 19, 19, right? I just did yes. it. <laughs> it's so crazy. crazy. The fact um, that next my, year, which seems that it's already here, is going to be 2020, that just blows my mind. That does not even seem yeah, real. right? <laughs> I remember it turning like 2000 and that was going to be like the end all. And yeah, <laughs> it's just, gosh, we've come so far. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. favorites, um, some of my favorite trains are Dosey Doe, Candyland, um, Wi-Fi. Um, I like the sour OG Kush, which is one of my mm-hmm. favorites. Uh, we're just getting ready to harvest some of that, which I'm super excited for. Absolutely. So happy in the garden again. Yeah, it's been a while. It's a super uh, sativa, and it it's a um, uppie, you know, gets me going, cleaning, light. Yeah, I've, I'm all about the motivating strains for sure. Absolutely. Same here. Same here. How about your but again, husband? I mean, do you guys? Go ahead. No, I was just curious because you said that you you both you know find different strains that work best for you. Um, what, what... Yeah, he's a really big Gorilla Glue guy. Um, okay. And yeah, we had some indoor and some outdoor that he's been um, savoring, <laughs> and <laughs> um, we've actually been able to keep a consistent um, harvest of schedule to where we aren't running out um and it's awesome it's so incredible he he like tells me he's like okay I love it when he comes in he's like okay I want you to do a taste test I want you to taste this and I want you to taste this and do you like this and tell me what you like do you want to keep this or do you want to and I'm just like oh my gosh that is an awesome problem (laughs) (laughs) yeah right it is it is a pretty awesome problem to have he's definitely um he's a breeder genetic guy you know over the years he's learned learned a lot and gotten into the strains and making his own strains and um, Sour Patch Smash. And um, so he's also, he's got a couple. So um, I definitely enjoy it and it's a way to my heart for him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'm a lucky girl. I am really lucky girl to not ever run out of medicine and, um, you know, I think that's how it should be for for everybody that needs it. Yeah, no, I, I agree completely. I guess that's, let's lead into, um, I want you to talk a little bit about your growing process. I'm not trying to get any, like, you know, secret insight by any means, but I know that you're really into um, growing cannabis and educating mm-hmm. women on how to grow their cannabis. So mm-hmm. if someone was to come and hear you speak, I guess, at one of like the tokativity talks or something like that when in regards to growing what are like without going into the whole thing what's the over overview of what say, you would be talking about I would say it's totally doable first off you can do it mm-hmm. and it's not as hard as you think probably be um, but you do have to care and take time and you have to be consistent with your plant so before you invest your money, you better be sure that you want to invest your time because Absolutely. it takes time and it takes consistency and it takes love. Um, you can do a really, you can do a smaller grow. Um, and, you know, first I would say check with your county and your regulations and everything like that of what your county allows and your state and all that. And depending on that, you know, um, indoors is, um, 
can be super easy. You can get a tent and one light and go that way. Um, my county doesn't permit growing outside, so there's okay. that. So if you're in an area where you can grow outside, I would definitely suggest that because the sun is, you know, if the plant is in its natural cycle with the sun, um, you do have to make sure uh, you're more susceptible to, like, pests. And, um, you know, if you have outside light that is, interfering with your plant sleep cycle that could affect it and that will affect your outcome and so there's just lots of things to consider <laughs> mm-hmm. and I would be sure that like you know definitely be invested into it because um you could lose your you could lose money or you can lose your crop um and it's never yeah. guaranteed until it's dried you can have a beautiful plant it can make it through the cycle you could harvest it you can trim it but if you don't dry it right or if you don't store it right you'll be smoking hay (laughs) and (laughs) I (laughs) I am a very very picky girl and I am all about flavor Mm -hmm. if it doesn't have flavor I'm not really interested um and if it doesn't make me you know feel good or touch my pain I'm not interested either so, and, and grow what you like, you know, don't yeah. start a strain that like you've never smoked before because you might not like it and you might not like the way that it makes you feel. And then all that hard work and whatever money you've invested into it is kind of a waste if you don't like how it makes you feel uh, or the way it tastes, right? Yeah, absolutely. It is hard. You can't just go on like the leafly sites or whatever and take their word for it. Like you literally have to go and, and try it, you know, like there's some yeah. people that just think like, oh, I like sativas because they make me, you know, give me energy. But they're like, not, not all the sativas same. are yeah. like that. Yeah. But, but mm-hmm. that's the thing is a lot of people don't, don't Get know that. that or don't do the research. Yeah. And I, think I that know. That's and it's kind important. of frustrating. Yeah, right? It is super important, and it's kind of frustrating to watch, like, you know, okay, I have a perfect example. My sister, she's like, oh, yeah, I just, you know, her friend was young, he had the vape, he, she hit it, and she doesn't, she doesn't smoke a lot, and so mm-hmm. she took a big hit off of a vape, because it's the vape, you know, you think, oh, it's not like you know pulling off of a bong or a joint until your lungs are on fire (laughs) right and so she gets like this big hit off of it and then she was like oh my god it I you know I I didn't like the strain I was quiet for like two hours and I'm like first of all you took too big of a hit and second of all you're basically smoking concentrate right right I mean like it's totally different than taking a, a puff of flour off of a joint if you don't smoke a lot like you would be better off smoking a joint or smoking yep. a, you know it's 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 not concentrated so it's essentially stronger for somebody who doesn't smoke all the time does that make right. sense absolutely it yeah. does and I, and I love that for our non-cannabis using listeners who might be yes. interested please listen to that because that is so factual and so important. Oh my God. It is. You might think you were quiet for two hours, but it was probably 15 minutes. I would also. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. I know. She was like, I did not like it. I'm like, Kelly, I'm like, don't, don't let that steer you away from it. I said, no, you need to try microdosing. I'm like, that's it. I'm going to yeah. get you some little mints. I'm going to get you some little chocolates, like five milligram, 10 milligram. I said, I think you're going to love it. So that's yeah. my goal. 
that's on my total to-do list for my sister. Like, I'm constantly shoving cannabis and CBD down her throat. Like, she I love it. Sometimes she, she just, like, wants to tell me, like, okay, whatever. Like, I'm tired of hearing it. But, but she's like, okay, I'll try it, you know. So at least she's oh, saying she'll I love try that. it. I just yeah, love, I love that, that people are having dialogue about it. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. just so important because for so many, like, especially, like, where I'm at, you know, like, people just don't. It's just so taboo. And, yeah, and it still is in, in California and stuff just because, you know, it's just it just is. But even with legalization there, mm-hmm. you guys yeah, have a little bit more reason to talk about it. <laughs> you know, Yeah, exactly. And so many more people are now. It's like, oh, it's legal? Oh, well, you know, then I'll talk about it and, you know, I'll try it. And now I'm like, well, it's legal. So if I do ask another, you know, mom about it and I'm not sure if she does or not, Hopefully, she won't take so much offense to it if she doesn't, you know, yeah. use cannabis, right? But that's a genuine fear, though, you know? Like, Gosh, it um, is. So many, I'm sure so many women listening and in the cannabis space have felt it, experienced it, and may still be dealing with it, you know, at mm-hmm. times. Still, I'm it's really lucky that. It's always a scary thing when, like, your kids, friends, parents. I yeah. think to me that's the biggest thing. You just wonder of like, oh gosh, what do they think? <laughs> you know? So I just it is. It definitely you just is. Ask them and be open. You know, they're not the people for you. Yeah. They're going to judge you for it. Point yeah, blank. Period. Definitely. I had my um, fashionably high um, sticker on my new car that I just no longer have. <laughs> And so I put that on there and I was like, well, I, you know, we'll see how all the moms like it at drop off and, you know, pick up and right. see if I get any dirty looks and I did it. But, you know, it even just putting a sticker on your car was, um, you know, we are thought about like, hey, I'm going to be judged for this also yeah. again, still, you know, and I think that finally yeah. now, you know, and in probably the last six years, I've really just been like, eh, judge me. Judge me. Yeah. This is who I am. Take me or leave me. You know, I'm the first to volunteer. I was just telling my daughter yesterday it was raining, like, we should go buy umbrellas. We saw two guys with no umbrellas. Um, I'm like, we need to go to the dollar store and buy umbrellas and toss them out to everybody who doesn't have an umbrella. You know, that's homeless. Yeah, and, I love that. You know, like, I'm a genuine, like, person and for people to be so judgmental over cannabis is just crazy and I think too that once you're educated you can stand in your power and those things go by the wayside because you know what's true and you can be authentic and you you don't have to worry about those things I do have a question for you though regarding that have you ever come into other than like the moms at the park who might like listen and kind of side eye a little bit, have you ever just had someone flat out be rude to you or disagree with you when you've said your stance on things or, or talk about your business? Um, as far as cannabis or just ever? Yeah. Cannabis. Um, Because I you have, know, I mean, I guess, yeah, I, just, I mean, I, I know, I'm, I'm thinking about, like, if anybody was, like, ever, like, super rude, um, as in, like, you know, cannabis doesn't work, or 
I've had a lot of people unfriend me and then follow me. Okay. Like, you know, like through family on Facebook, which is one of the reasons because why I hopped cannabis. on. Yeah. And in other things and other beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. So I I know that I definitely probably felt it in high school because I was the hippie chick. I was mm-hmm. the girl that was smoking weed in the, you know, in the parking lot. And um, so I felt it then. I mean, I felt the shun. I felt the, 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 the dirty looks and the, um, you know, just the negativity around it. I felt negativity around it, you know, a lot. But I don't think I've ever had anybody come up to me and actually say, like, to you are face. this. Yeah. Yeah. You are this yeah. because of this. I'm sure, I'm sure I've had so many people talking behind my back. And that's fine. They belong behind me. If they're talking about me like that, Woo, they belong. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> yes, I love that. You know, I'm, I'm almost 40 years old. And I don't play that way, you know. I'm not like that. Yes. That's not the kind of person I am. If you want to talk about me, if you want to be negative, then you go ahead and you be negative. But you do it on your own side, you know, or behind yep. me. Leave me out of it. Oh, like, I love I, that so much. Oh, good. <laughs> it's true, yeah. though, you know. And, it, it's and so you, true. The older you get and the more things that you've gone through in your life, you just kind of realize, like, the the things that are important and the things that are truly important are your health and your family and, you know, your, your attitude of how you deal with, you know, life and what happens to you. And that's just kind of, you know, a big lesson I've learned with my dad dying early and me having health issues early on and, um, you know, grows not going right and, you know, mm-hmm. um, closing our store and, my new purchase with my new car just within the last couple of months is just like things are going to happen and I yeah. should be used to things happening by now but yeah you would I'm think, not but we never are <laughs> yeah you know but I'm not and so I We're was like so okay. surprised <laughs> yeah seriously yeah. and so I've just pretty much come to realize that all of these things have given me strength and I will rise from the fire. You know, some some women fear the fire and some women are built from it. And I am definitely built from it. And oh, yes, um, I love that. You know, I, I have a fire burning inside of me and I have for a long time for cannabis and for the plant and and for, you know, what's happening right now is just so amazing to watch. You know, I mean, just seeing seeing all these women coming out and, and the women that you've talked to and the magazines and the talks that are happening and the events. And it's just like, I'm so proud to be a part of it. So proud I to agree. be a part of it. And and I'm I so agree. happy that it's finally happening. I've been waiting for, you know, over a decade to be able to have conversations about cannabis and say, I am a mom and I have used it for 20 years and it is my only medicine. And, you know, I have legit health issues that it has helped keep me healthy. It allows me to play with the kids. It allows me to go run my 95-pound pit bull, you know, down the street. <laughs> like, I am strong and I am capable and I am healthy because of cannabis in all ways, physically and mentally. So 
It's just so exciting. I, you've got to come to Cali. We've got to all meet up. We need to have a big mommy meetup and yes. get all these moms together and, and girl time. I mean, self-love, too, is like one of the most amazing things that I've been giving to myself more lately. Yeah. And that's my and goal more, in this new year. Yeah. Right. And the more that you give yourself, even just that five minutes, that 10 minutes of whatever it may be, it's so recharging. It's so refreshing. And I'm, I'm realizing that more now. Yeah. As a mom. Took me a really long time. Cause you know, as a mom, you put yourself on the back burner, you know, you're taking care of everybody else. You're taking care of the house and the dogs and the cats and the kids and, you know, the yard, whatever yeah. it may be. And all the things. And days, <laughs> yeah, all the things. And days go by and the weeks fly by. And then it's, you know, six months or through a year already. And, you know, so. And you're exhausted and you want a haircut and a nap. <laughs> like, that's where I'm Yes, at. <laughs> thank you. I need a haircut so bad. I've been needing one for, like, two months. And I still haven't taken the time to, like, find somebody. I still haven't found someone I like in my area. So I'm looking. <laughs> oh, that's and, so yeah. funny. But that's yeah, but do. I have. And, mm-hmm. It is. I've started to do more of the mask, you know, and take a little bit longer in the bath and be like, eh, you know, my husband, he can deal with it. He, they'll he's be got just it. fine. Yeah. yeah, he's totally got it. And he does. He takes it on. He's been so supportive of, you know, this kind of whole little venture that I've been on the last year and, um, you know, always encouraging <laughs> and always there. And so I'm, I'm lucky for that, too have a supportive partner uh, mm-hmm. with my crazy, natural, you know, holistic lifestyle and wanting to have a baby at home. He was like, okay. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, oh, wow. whatever you want to do. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, I love it. Yeah. You're going to love one of my guests coming up, one of the episodes coming up with the Canada oh, great. She's um, oh, awesome. incredible. It was it was so interesting, and yeah, you'll love that one. It's really good. <laughs> oh, awesome! I wish I would have talked to her before I was done having kids, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. It was just so informative because I definitely came from the mindset of like when you get pregnant, you go to the hospital. Like I didn't ever yeah. think of other options, you know. So it was a really cool conversation. But anyways, <laughs> I know, right? Right? It, I was too. I mean. And the whole, I had a natural birth with my daughter, and I was on the verge of wanting to have her at home because I had so much anxiety from the hospitals, um, mm. just through all the tests and stuff, and watching my dad die in a home for two and a half years. Like, I legit get major yeah. anxiety when I have to walk no, and get into a hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that triggers trauma for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And so I was like, and then, you know, with my first one, they were trying to rush me because I was the only one on the floor that was having a natural birth. And I was like 12 hours in and they, my doctor was like, he wasn't even there. And he was telling the nurse to get the OR prep for me because he thought of my autoimmunity that I wouldn't be able to handle it. But I was taking too long. He wanted the baby out. He wanted me to be done. And he wasn't even there. So and you for my that. Second, so you're going to pick up on that. Like, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. Totally. He, that doctor told me when I was five months pregnant that I was going to have an attack after I delivered the baby. So encouraging, right? Oh my I couldn't believe it. I walked out of the doctor's That's office so that day. That's so irresponsible. Like, Good for you. 
<laughs> yeah. I walked out of the doctor's office and I was like, okay, don't listen to a word he just told you. Like, you know what you know. And that was another thing of like, you know, going against the grain of, of the doctors or of like what you've been taught your whole life. You know, like I was sick and my mom took me to the doctor all the time. My dad was sick. He went to the doctor. My papa was sick. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes to the doctor. I'm like, I'm sick. I don't don't take me to the doctor. <laughs> Whatever yeah. you do, like, no, it's kind plans. of a mind warp to try to change your yeah. thinking like that. It really it is. is. You have to, and you really have to be like true to your convictions and and uh, your beliefs, like because mm-hmm. people are gonna doubt you and people are gonna make you doubt yourself yourself and doctors will even make you doubt yourself like that doctor did to me shame on him telling a young Mm -hmm. girl in her 20s five months pregnant that kind of stuff you know and yeah it you do you really it's kind of it's hard almost to be a natural holistic lifestyle because it's so against the grain and out of the norm although these days there's so many so many people that are waking up to the natural and side of things. So that's good. Knowledge is power. <laughs> yeah, knowledge is power again. Yeah, definitely. For sure. That's For so the rest wild. of my life. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Talk to me about what it's like um, if someone wanted to come to one of the Ganja Mama meetups, like what would they, what could they expect? Well, I mean, I've done a few different ones. I usually like to do, like, um, cannabis and coffee, which is close to me. And just have coffee, you know, some coffee talk for an hour. And um, I brought some magazines. Really mellow, really chill, like. um, And then we've done some, like, with my son, where I'll go to the library story time. You know, it's just kind of inviting moms putting it out there, like when it was summer, we did the splash pad, you know, so sometimes it's meetups for just the mamas, sometimes it's, you know, meetups with the kids, sometimes, you know, it'll be something else, so um, it's it's mainly putting myself out there for other women to feel like they're not alone, is, Love is it. why is why I do it. And, you know, whether you want to come, you know, it's there. So you have an opportunity if you feel like getting out of the house that day or if you need some adult talk, like, come, come out, come have coffee. Um, yeah. I want to want to do some some events that I haven't done this year, so I'm thinking about that. And I would love yeah, to do Yeah, what are your goals one. for, for uh, 2019 well, or just – Definitely Ganja Mama Flowers is, like, part of my new passion. It, like, keeps me busy. I'm I'm a creative soul, and I, you know, I have a hard time standing still and sitting through a movie, and so creating has helped me with that, and I feel like I can focus as long as I have a project that I'm working on. But um, basically, it's classic cannabis kind of fashion headpieces and, you know, more to come as I add stuff to the shop. Um, so exciting. So, yeah. I mean, hey, if you want to wear your leaf loud and proud, there will be something from Ganja Mama Flowers for you to wear. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Have, do you follow um, Danny over at Lavender um, Creation Workshop? I don't Who know. 
You need to follow her. She's um she's really really cool. She's going to come on the podcast later in the year, but she um she does a lot with like succulents and and different oh, events and probably, stuff and she decorates. Oh cool. See, that's my second love of succulents. <laughs> okay. I have a Yeah. She, yeah. She's very creative like what you're explaining. I want to say I, I probably do. I'm just I'm so bad with names sometimes. No, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but anyways, if you don't, definitely follow her. She's very creative, and I think you guys would have oh, get yeah. along well, very I mean, well. <laughs> if, she's, if she's all about succulents, then I am all in. I actually have a, a little side uh, business that I started Oh, when my daughter was younger, mm-hmm. probably about four. So um called Little Bits of Happy, and it was um, during the time that – we first started the store, and my husband was gone a lot, and I was home a lot by myself, and so the succulents were my little bits of happy that actually became, like, a passion in the that end. That is so and cute. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. I would actually, when I would walk to pick up uh, my daughter from, I think it was um, TK, and mm-hmm. um, I had my son in the stroller. He was a baby. And I would get little clippings from, you know, the neighborhood, and then I'd go home and I'd replant them or I'd propagate them, and it totally got me on, like, this journey of succulents, and I do succulent arrangements, and, um, you know, and locally, I my grandparents had a nursery, so I've, like, I've grown up with plants my whole life, and um, Okay, so you're very, very, yeah. like, well-versed. I get it. Yeah. Okay. I am not. So, I, I have to add that in, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, well, I mean, you know, succulents are a great start for people like you yeah. who feel that way. So I've got them all over my awesome. house. Yeah, that's the oh, one good. thing I yeah. can do. <laughs> well, then there you go. Yeah, you can. You can keep them alive. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> I love so. it. You've got lots of good stuff going on. I'm so excited. I'm so glad we were able to connect and hear a little bit more about what you're doing. I'm just so into it. And I'm all about these meetups. I can't wait till I can come to one someday. Oh, my gosh. I know. That would be my goal. Yeah, is to have, like, a big, one big meetup. I would love to, like, have a big meetup. I have a access to a space um, and that would hold a lot of people. And my goal, I think, I've been telling my husband this for, like, a year, and I would love to have, like, a Ganja Mama Gala and just invite anybody and everybody that, you know, wants to come and we can all meet up and just like finally, you know, have some face to face time and get all the moms together and get like that good. So many of us yeah, so many of us are wanting that. So Right. Wouldn't it be amazing? I will be there. I tell you what, I promise you. If you make that happen I will be there and I will help you promote it. That is awesome. Hey, well, the more we work together, the more things happen. So I that's definitely right. keep that in mind. And anybody else that's listening, like, if you want to jump on board, like, let's make it happen this year because there's so many of us. And I know that we're all communicating on Instagram and, you know, emails mm-hmm. and now pod, podcasts and stuff yeah. like that. So 
let's do it. Let's get together. That's the goal of this year. I'm I'm definitely yes. gonna keep that on my books and so every day I will see it so I can work towards it. Please do, because there's a lot of us that, you know, would rally and be there for you. Um, I know myself included for That's sure. So sweet. So. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you absolutely. So much. Thank you. Well, I want to go through the 10 questions if you're up for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. All right. Definitely. Um, what, okay, let's do it. What is your favorite word? My favorite word? Uh-huh. Oh, boy, I would have to say, can I, can it be more than two words? I, I mean, you can do chronic, whatever you want to do. <laughs> chronic has definitely like been a word that I've used for like ever. So, um, but I would have to say my favorite word would be positivity. I like that. Because when I, I hear that word, it will set me into a different mind frame instantly. I love that. It kind of goes with your little Thank bit you. of happy. I love that. Yeah. I really do. It yeah. makes me smile. That's really cute. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to send you one of my cards for the little bits of happy. They're super oh, cute. Oh, please I'm do. Really, I would love that. Really proud of them. Yeah, they're like one of my first business cards I ever made, and so I look at them and just still in love with it. So. Anyway. I would love to hang that on my gallery wall in my office with all the oh, other cool stuff anyone. I'm getting from moms in our community. Please, I would love to have it there. It'd be an honor. Oh, good. I will so definitely. Cool. <laughs> what um? What's your least favorite word? Oh, hate. I don't allow my kids to say hate. hate you don't do that in our energy. house either. Yeah, yeah, that's what we much, say. That's cute. <laughs> takes too much energy to hate somebody. You can just like something, but do not hate it. Yeah, I love that. What um what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Hmm. Uh, let's see. Creatively, I mean anything with flowers, plants, nature. Um. Spiritually, I would have to say um, yoga, chakras, Mm -hmm. um, meditation, nature, again. Yeah. And today, is that all of it? What was the other one? Emotionally, or it can, yeah, they kind of can across all of them. Yeah, kind of all goes together. Yeah. Yeah. Cannabis, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) What turns you off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What turns you off? Oh, toxicity, neg- mm-hmm. negativity. Um, yeah, probably those two things are first things that come to mind. What is your favorite curse word? <laughs> Can I say it? <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think I've done a really good job of not cussing too. I've kind of I know, I think I've done worse than you have. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, I kind of have a I really put myself in check. I kind of have a bad mouth, but I would have to say fuck. <laughs> and when I'm really when shit's really going down, it's fucking shit. Yeah. There there's some power in that. <laughs> Isn't there? <laughs> What 
sound or noise do you love? Um, what sound or noise do I love? Well, there's a few. I mean, I I Let's love the sound of the of the hum of the lights and the fans in a grow room. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me feel like at home. And I love the sound of the birds chirping in the morning. My kids and I went for a walk this morning, and I actually, like, made them stop and listen to how many bird, different bird chirps songs they could hear. Um, and laughter. When yeah. I hear other people laughing, it makes me laugh. My sister has an infectious laugh, and I absolutely love it. Oh, I love that. That's really pretty. What sound or noise do you hate? Uh, I'm one of those people where I cannot stand the sound of chewing. <laughs> of chewing? Yeah. Of chewing. Especially, like, if I'm in bed and my husband is, like, snacking or he comes into the room chewing, I'm just like, oh, my God, I can't. And I literally, yeah. like, told him, like, I'm, I'm going to – I'm going to rip my face off right now. I cannot listen to you chew. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. I know, right? <laughs> no, I'm laughing because I'm picturing the awful things that I, like, say <laughs> and do when my husband, like, brings a bowl of, like, ice cream to bed. You would think oh, uh-huh. that that spoon has never touched the side of a bowl ever. It oh, my God, I know. Nuts, so I'm with you. <laughs> me, too. Me, too. And I know that he can feel like... You know when you're giving them just, like, the dirtiest look? Like, you actually oh, yeah. feel like you might have lasers coming out of your eyes <laughs> because what they're doing is driving you so bad right now. Yeah. So you, you look know, hard enough, you might burn a hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and then they're like, what? What? Well, what yeah. do you mean, what? You can't hear yourself right now? <laughs> totally oblivious to it all. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So, so funny. funny. Uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Ooh. Um, what profession other than my own? Um, that's a tough one. I mean, there's so many different things that I would love to do, but I would definitely say I would like to, like, kind of be, like, a creator, designer. Um, I kind of want to get into landscaping design. Oh, that's way. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I can um, see that, I have, that would go hand in hand. Yeah. I also, I have my esthetician license as well, so I've had that for 15 years. And that is something I, I've always wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, and I I love that profession. Like, right now, I mean, there's not very many things that I feel like, I mean, if you're not learning, you're not growing. So I always want to make sure that I'm learning new things or I'm reading new things or I'm listening to podcasts or, you know, I want to constantly mm-hmm. be learning. But, I mean, like, right now, or writing would be cool, too, you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Those those things would be fun. I'm kind of enjoying so cool. everything I'm doing right now, you know, too. Yeah. Yeah. What profession would you not like to do? Mm. 
Well, I think that it takes a certain kind of person. Not that I would not want to do it. I don't think that I would be able to do it, and that would be a nurse. Um, okay. I admire I admire those that can because mm-hmm. when my dad was in the home, he had a few really good nurses that helped him out, you know, in the end and took care of him, and they were like his, you know, guiding angels at the at the time. And so yeah. I I admire those that can be in that field and deal with sick people and people that are hurt and and you know trauma and tragedy and um I I think I'm too much of an empath for that. <laughs> I would be a mess. I don't know. I think you'd surprise yourself. I think yeah. you'd surprise yourself. I do. Yeah. Because you're very, very, um, from what I, you're, yeah, you're easy to talk to, and I think people feel comfortable, and then they can, that helps. That helps tremendously. I think that's a good quality, and you definitely have Well, yeah, it, that, sure. that side of it. Well, thank you for that. That side of it I could do, you know. I could, I would love to be able to give that side of me uh, to help somebody. Yeah, I think you but do that freely without even hard. thinking. <laughs> Yeah, probably, right? I know. You do, so I think it would carry over. I think you'd be all right. Like you said, you could do it, but it would be your first choice. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's really neat. That's really neat. Okay, and then the last question is, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Mm. How about... Good job. Good job. You made it. You know, you made it through all the tests and the trials and tribulations. And um, I hope that through all things, I can say that I had a um, good attitude, you know, through it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that that would be kind of like, um, you know, solidifying everything that, that I've learned along the way and have more to learn you know too I'm not done yet Mm -hmm. so much more to do no you're not you have a lot more to do and your future is very very bright and very very green (laughs) and I'm so happy Uh, that we got to talk and I'm so I know so excited to see where where ganja mama is gonna go and ganja mama flowers and hopefully some landscaping and writing and and more things for you. I can't wait to see what it is uh, that you cultivate for yourself. I'm really, really excited for you. Uh, Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me and thank you for um, allowing me to, you know, share my story and my goals and, you know, aspirations and all of it. You know, I'm just so happy, like I said, and proud to be a part of the empowerment with all the women that are creating and entering the cannabis space right now. It really is an amazing thing to watch um, after all these years and to be a part of. So thank you. Thank you. We will talk so, so soon. Thanks so much, Christina. I really appreciate you. (laughs) All right. I'll talk to you soon. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. For more content, follow along at havetheconvo.podcast on Instagram or email me at havetheconvo at gmail.com to share your story. Till next time.